ladies and gentlemen, may the fourth be with you. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Insert evil laugh for some reason. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm an Ashley Hall. And you're listening to a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. We are back once again to deliver you another fantastical, crazy podcast that refuses to behave, as is our our uh, catchphrase, I guess. One, yeah. of, one of them. The social media catchphrase. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is accurate because, yeah, we should... I've been saying for two years we should be renamed the Tangent Podcast. Or we should now just be called Gold Leader because we just... Tangents. Yes. Tangents. Um, but it's fine. It's good. Ash, how was your week? It was okay. It was, it was good? pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, made some music. Yes. Had some fun. Excellent. That's about it. Good. Yeah. Great. Yes. Oh, <sighs> screw it. So, in about six months, everybody, I'll probably have some kind of CD thing out. <gasps> what? Yeah. That's so exciting. It's time for announcements. That's so exciting. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so cool. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't. I mean, I guess like it, the probably good thing about announcing it now is that now you've like you've put yourself, you put your foot in it. You're like, yeah. well, now I have to do now it. Now I have to do it. Yeah. No more excuses. No more excuses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Sick. Yes. Fully. Yes, you are sick. Yes, how's I'm. That, I'm still. I'm still sick. Um. <laughs> it's only a mild chest infection still. So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Hopefully, I can make it through the recording without coughing too much. Uh, Dr. Richardson in the building. Dr. Richardson. I don't know. Dr. Dr. Spelled with a W at the end. Dr. Dr. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to power through. I, I feel fine. Yeah, that's the important thing. And I'm here and talking and can talk without coughing, mostly. So, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, apart from that, my week has been pretty busy. Um, I'm about to turn 30. Woo! Uh, so this is the last time I'm recording this as A, a 29-year-old, and B, a person in their 20s. Fucking weird. Um, can't understand. Um, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been doing some birthday celebrations. I got to go to Bendigo, um, see the fam bam, hang out with them. Bendigo. Ben, the Bendai Ghetto. Um, Lovely. Yeah, uh, and we had a big shindig. Well, not a big one. It was like it was kind of low key, um, and I had like all my high school friends come that I still talk to, and it was about and you know and their partners and and yeah, we played like card game and talked shit, caught up, nice, drank alcohol, partaked in lots of food. There was so much food. My mum went all out. My mum did amazing. She decorated the house, the back deck where my parents' house they have in the backyard. Um, Star Wars decorations and Marvel decorations. Nice. And I was like, yes. 
this is amazing. And then the next day, I uh, had a small conversation with my parents about Thor Ragnarok. Really? Yes, because they they've like they they like the blockbuster movies and, and sci-fi stuff, and yeah. they like some of the Marvel movies. Like my mum loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Who doesn't? Though? I mean, well, yeah, true, everybody <laughs> does. But it was really cool that she does. And my dad, I love my dad so much. Um, I love my mum so much as well. But my dad is who I take after mostly in terms of things that I love. And um, I didn't realize until a few years ago, because I've always said Thor is my favorite Avenger. And then I found out that Thor is also my dad's favorite Avenger because he used to read the comics growing up, um, which was really cool. Um, and he always used to crap on about <laughs> like how he, um, he, he, you know, Thor doesn't wear the helmet in the, in the new movies. He's not, he's not, he's not the real Thor. And then, so of course, Ragnarok, he gets his hair cut off. He loses his hammer. Um, he loses an eye and he's, he, he, he gets the helmet for like five minutes. That's all right. But then my dad was just like, it's not the real Thor. <laughs> it's not old school Thor. That's not the Thor that I know. And I, w- I just love how endearing he was and earnest he was about it. I'm like, go dad. Yes. yes. You're, you stick to your guns. I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. But yeah, we bonded over that. And um, I did my Korg impression for him. Because um, I was like, what did you think of Korg? Tell me everything. And yeah, and we had a bit of a laugh. I, I did the... Tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets. Line. <laughs> and he, yeah, he, he laughed with me about that. It was fun. My mum didn't like the movie much, though. Because <sighs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, it's, it was too funny. It was too funny. Like, it was a comedy. It was, it wasn't, it didn't like what they did. The hu- it didn't like the humour. And I'm like, mum, I thought you would love the humour. Because she's, I mean, my mum does have a sense of humour. I don't know where it is, because that movie's hysterical. But she didn't just didn't gel with it. My dad enjoyed it more than she did, but which I was not surprised about. But I thought they'd enjoyed it more than uh, than you know than they did. But it's fine. It was only my favorite movie of like the last five years. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. No, it's okay. <laughs> They're allowed to have their opinions. I love them. It's fine. Um, but it's just cool that they've actually watched it, which is great. Um, what else? Oh yeah, I saw the Killers last night. As- yeah. Yeah. How was that? Awesome. Um, they played High Sense Arena, um, and we had really good seats. We were like in the, uh, to the side of stage, third row from the front, like in seating. So we were really, really good view. Um, and yeah, they, they killed it. Pun intended. (laughs) It was, (laughs) I can't help it. I like, I like, yeah, I can't help the puns, but they put on a, a cracker of a show. It was fantastic. And yeah, had a really good time. So it's been a good good weekend so far. It's exciting. All right, so um, let's go into the news then. This is the news, the nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Um, so, so the latest um, Dell what? computer is just <laughs> What the hell? Nerdy news. Couldn't think of anything let's, more nerdy than a new not, Dell. We're not going into that. It's not that kind of nerdy podcast. It's okay. Why? Because we're a pop culture nerdy podcast. It's a different thing. Sorry. <sighs> Sorry, any Dell and HP and well, Alienware fans out there. Computers are a part of pop culture. <laughs> they are, you and can't we're make using CGI without a and, computer, and we can't make a podcast with that one either. You can. You can do it on your phone. 
but you wouldn't have phones without computers. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I think we're getting we're getting way <laughs> off topic already. I don't know. You know what I mean? You wouldn't you wouldn't have the smartphone without comp- computers. So yeah, <coughs> it's not a smartphone. Smartest phone I've ever had. Anyway, gold leader. We're getting way off topic. We haven't even started yet. Okay. So nerdy news. We have some uh, Marvel news first up, which mm. I want I wanted to share. Um, so Avengers Infinity War, obviously still the big item in the news. Um, now basically the rest of the world has seen it, um, and reacted to it. Um, and you know, every single person on this planet, I think has spent money on this movie because guess what you guys, it's already made a billion dollars. Really? So it's, it's there now? Awesome. It's officially there. After 11 days, um, it is, that's the news item I'm mentioning. It's broken all the box office records, but after 11 days... Um, they have, which was just the threshold they passed just, I think only a few hours ago at the time we're recording, uh, or overnight, um, they said it's, it's hit a billion and it's the fastest film in history to do it. Yeah. Um, and probably going to make two. It's probably would, I wouldn't be surprised. It's made a billion dollars in 11 days. Give it another 20 days. It'll, yeah, it's, there's no signs of slowing down. Mm. It's incredible. Um, yeah, last weekend, it's opening weekend in the States. It broke the domestic box office for opening weekend, beat Force Awakens. Um, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm sent out this lovely little image yes. of congratulations of the passing of the baton or the passing of the lightsaber, as it were, um, to, to uh, Iron Man. Um, and that was really cool. And that's like a kind of long, long-standing tradition that's, that goes back to... Um, Spielberg and George Lucas in the seventies talking about Jaws and Star Wars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really, really cool that they did that. Um, Marvel did it as well when Jurassic World, uh, surpassed the Avengers really? in, in terms of bo- box oh, office. They, they yeah, they put out a photo of, um, of Chris Pratt, um, uh, in his cat, Owen, I think, yeah, Owen from Jurassic World riding a T-Rex. Um, <laughs> And he, yeah, he was like, he, the T-Rex was like holding something or I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it was a picture of him on T-Rex and then all the Avengers standing around watching this gi- oh, yeah. giant dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, it was a really cool photo. Um, but yeah, so it passed, yeah, so passed opening weekend. It, um, like, and it, you know, after, uh, I mean, after opening weekend worldwide, its total gross was 650 mil, yeah. like after like four days. So it's, it's just, it's not stopping. It's not going to stop. I'm, I've locked in another three sessions to see this film because I'm crazy. Um, it's an absolute box office titan. It, it, yeah. yeah. It's a mad titan of a film, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Was that a spoiler? No, it's not a spoiler. No. I like to click my fingers. Okay. It's fun to do. <laughs> um, everyone's seen the movie. It's fine. Um, so... So, yeah, so that's very cool. Congratulations to Marvel Studios, who d- so deservedly... Um, yes, congratulations, guys. You know, have earned this, you know, milestone, and, yeah, they deserve all the accolades that come along with it. So, excellent. Um, also speaking about Avengers Infinity War, um, so we finally uh, had a correction in the continuity slash timeline of the film, mm-hmm. uh, of all of where all the films take place. So, I, Kevin Feige announced last year he was going to release an official... They were going to release an official like timeline of the MCU, but they still haven't done it, so I don't know what's going on with that. Um, maybe they won't now. I don't know. But um, because what happened was Home- Spider-Man Homecoming came out last year. Yeah. And at the start of that movie is when is is literally 
takes place straight after the end of Avengers when they're um, where Adrian Toomes, the vulture, Michael Keaton's character, and his team are cleaning up uh, the mess in Grand Central Station um, with one of the Leviathans crash-landed in there. And they were taking all the parts and stuff. And then Damage Control came in and took over and booted them out. And then cuts to a title card that says, Eight Years Later. And then everyone was like, what the hell is this? What? It can't be eight years later because 2012 was when the Avengers happened. Does that mean Spider-Man Homecoming takes place in 2020? And does that mean that Civil War takes place in like 2019? Or like, So everyone was just like super confused. Or does the Avengers not take place in 2012? Does it take place? And so there was debate online about what the hell that meant. And then we get to Avengers Infinity War. And there is a specific line where Tony Stark says, to, I think to Doctor Strange, he says, this is not a spoiler, so don't worry. He says, he's like, um, you know, Thanos, you know, first and Loki first attacked and it was six years ago. Like I, I've been, this has been on my brain for six years. I've been haunted by this event for six years. And of course, here we are in 2018, six years after Avengers, hmm. um, which was in 2012. So they, yeah, they've said, yeah, Infinity War takes place now um, in the current time um, and that the actual eight-year card was an error. It was supposed to say... It was supposed to say four years. It shouldn't have said... Yeah, it should have said four years instead of six or five years at least. Marvel done fucked up. Yeah, and I... And I I mean, on the terms of, you know, making mistakes, like, it's not really a huge one, but the fact that Marvel has spent so much time in building this universe and continuity and stuff and all these movies connecting, the fact that they would get a big mistake kind of... I think it's a big mistake. Yeah, that's huge. um, To kind of put the wrong number in front. Wow. Yeah, so I don't... Yeah. I, yeah. I guess they were going to make a mistake at some point, and there it is. So, but, um, yeah. So, Infinity War indeed confirmed that error, um, and they have, of course, corrected to, to, to say when it was supposed to be. Does it say anywhere that Infinity War takes place in 2018? <sighs> Who's confirming this? Well, I can't... I read an, look, I read an article about it, and I can't remember where... It was it was a random like comic book website on Facebook. Or so. I follow a few okay. like comic book websites that post to Facebook. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is really bad now. You've caught you've pulled me up. I don't know. I don't remember who said it. I don't remember who confirmed it. But they that but I remember someone from Marvel's set was oh, quoted okay. as in this article as saying that um, yeah it was supposed to be. It must have been the screenwriters or something or the okay. Rus- or the Russo said it's. It is six years. It is after. So yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I cannot. I cannot remember my source 100 because I read it like a week ago. Um, so sorry. I apologize. I feel really silly now. But anyway, they've. That's yeah. That's that's the fact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I thought everything, including the first Avengers movie, happened around Iron Man two time, and then like, no, because it just took too long to catch up. If you know what I mean. Like the Avengers was set in what two thousand and ten in my mind. No, 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 I, I, no. I'm thinking too much about it. I know you're not thinking too much about it. I just don't think that's correct. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like say you're wrong. I just, <gasps> I just, I think, I think uh, Avengers is definitely set a, at least a year or so after Iron Man two, okay. and Iron Man two was twenty ten. Yes. So. Yeah, but that's, I don't know, that, them's my thoughts. See, Kevin Feige, if you're listening, which you're not, because you're not listening to this, but 
can you just put out this timeline so everyone can just stop debating about it? Because I just was trying to do my bit for the community by trying to put it out there that they fixed it and they retconned it. And I'm just, yeah, we're just, we're still debating. So I don't know. Whatever. And then, you know, there's people that say, like, uh, Civil War and Ragnarok took place at the same time, but then they physically couldn't have because literally Infinity War starts where Ragnarok ends. So it's like... So, like, how long... And then, then it's like, well, how long were the Asgardians floating on the arc through space for between the end of the film and the post credit scene? Uh, about five minutes. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're digressing a little bit. Um, but that's... I just thought I wanted to, I wanted to point that out. Um, so other news we have, we've got some Fox Marvel news for you guys. Um, unfortunate news. Uh, the actor TJ Miller, who plays, uh, Wade Wilson's best bud. I can't remember his name because I haven't watched Deadpool in a while and I'm terrible at this. Obviously I'm not having a good time today. Um, but he, (laughs) I'm sorry. He, uh, yeah, he's not going to be in uh, the X-Force film, which is in a weasel. That's who he's called. Weasel. Um, he's not going to be in X-Force, Ryan Reynolds confirmed. Um, they did not ex- explicitly reveal why he will not be in the movie, but everyone pretty much knows it goes without saying because TJ Miller has not had the best uh, personal life of late. No. Um, he's been accused of some sexual misconduct by um, some women, which is very sad to hear. Um, and he also called in a bomb threat for some reason and has been charged subsequently as a result. So... It's a little bit funny. I don't know. We don't. And then Ash, I don't follow. I don't have Twitter. So, at, but Ash does. And he's, yeah, and he's, he's, he's a bit of a nutcase online. Like, yeah. Just his rants. It doesn't make sense. And I got, I listened to one of his, po- the podcast that he's on. Sorry. Cashing in with TJ Miller. No, he's not okay. Like, he, yeah. Somebody needs to help that man. So, basically what you're saying is that him and Kanye West should like form a, 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 a secret club of like, we're not okay. And then just listen to I'm not okay by My Chemical Romance on repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll join them at that party. It'd be a pretty funny party. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I like that song a lot. It's a really good song. <laughs> um, yeah. So sad to hear. Um, yeah. That he won't, he won't be reprising his role in X-Force, but he will be in the upcoming Deadpool 2, which comes out in like 10 days. So. Yeah. That is exciting. At least does, to look forward it? to. Mm, yes. 12 days. Yeah. 10, 12 days. What's like next? It's Wednesday week. That's like ten days away. It's in your face. I'm sorry. You're making. <laughs> I keep correcting you, and I'm. I'm making myself sound like this awful person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, Harry Potter news. <laughs> Harry Potter news. Um, J.K. Rowling. Um, she uh, released a statement this week, or she tweeted. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I, again, I don't have Twitter. Um, so it was the anniversary, of course, of the Battle of Hogwarts, um, earlier this week. I, th- I can't remember if it's May 2nd or May 3rd. I think it's May 3rd is the anniversary. Um, but, and as she's wont to do of late, um, she likes to apologize for killing off certain characters. And this time she thought it was appropriate to apologize for killing Dobby. Um, and that made me very angry. <laughs> Because you're not forgiven. <laughs> that's the main reason. You are not forgiven. No, for I can no, I can I feel like if that's how you feel about it, and because I think she copped a lot of back backlash for A killing off killing off Dobby and B killing off um uh, which one which twin died? Fred or George? I can never remember which twin died. 
I'm so sorry. Uh, if my, Mike is listening to this, he's throttling me, like, ugh, metaphysically throttling me now because I can't think of which twin. Um, but oh, yeah, the one with red hair. Fucking shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So she, um, I can get, I can, I know why she apologizes because yeah, she has copped backlash as I was saying um, for doing that. But then me coming from a writer's perspective, I feel like. You need to make you need to make those decisions, and you need to stick to your guns. If that's what you're going to do, you need to back yourself up, back your play. Like there was a reason at the time when you were writing it. That's the choice you made. And of course, at the time she killed off these characters, um, you know the movies had already been coming out because you know Deathly Hallows was released in 2007, the last book. The book, yeah. Yeah. Um. So so she'd already like they were well into the films by this point. Um, and so yeah. she knew as she was writing this, these are going to be made into films soon. Um, and they were four years later. Um, so yeah, I just kind of, it just kind of annoys me that she would, she, she kind of keeps apologizing for things she's done. And then, and then the whole, uh, there was a bit of a, co- a controversy recently online, uh, regarding the Dumbledore is gay issue. Um, who I, I love, yeah, who, <laughs> one who cares either way he can be gay. He can be straight. doesn't really matter. He's Dumbledore. He's awesome. Um, I mean, yeah, if he's gay, fucking win. Like, that's awesome. But um, the fact that she's, she, she said it out, like, it was never implied, he- what wasn't really heavily implied in the novels that he was. And she said it afterwards because people were, like, asking her, like, we think he's gay. And she was just like, yeah, I, I, he's gay in my mind. Um, and then um, we've got a young Dumbledore coming up in Fantastic Beasts 2 with Jude Law playing him. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to get to see a gay Dumbledore. A young gay Dumbledore, and it's going to be wonderful. And then J.K. Rowling and um, the what David Yates have said they're not exploring that side of him in the film. So now everyone's like, she's backpedaling. She's not. She's not sticking to her guns. She's bloody. She's. She just. She said he was gay just to, to get the, the LGBT community on her side, and now she's not. She's like, I've I've had them on my side, and now I'm not gonna. Yeah. So I don't know. I think she should just stop tweeting. I feel like Dumbledore being gay is not really a story point for Fantastic Beasts. The word well, that doesn't feel like that should be yeah part of it. I know, I know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not, and I think that's why I think it's annoying that people are getting annoyed about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm annoyed that the fact that people. Like that they've said they're not going to bring it up, but like the fact that they've gone out of their way to to say it, they shouldn't even have to do that. Because um, then now it has caused this backlash, um, and you know, and if it's not part of the story, it's not part of the story. Yeah. Totally fine. But the fact that they went out of their way to make it known that they weren't doing it is a bit weird for me. That's it's not right with me. But if it's not essential to the plot, fucking whatever. Totally fine. I'll have a problem if, like, you know, she said that he's gay now and in the movie he's, like, making out with girls or something. Like, it's like a sequel to Alfie or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Like, and then with the apologizing for Dobby, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, Dobby was a tough death. Um, Very tough death, uh, especially to watch in the movies. Yeah. Um, And it was so sad. When they bury him. Yeah, when they bury him and it was so sad. Um, But, um... Yeah, don't don't apologize. That's my opinion. I'm sorry. I just don't apologize for killing off your characters. It's your fucking series, and you are the most successful author of all time. So don't like don't. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just rubs me the wrong way that she does it. Like if you if that's how you feel, why'd you do it in the first place? Any, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm kind of 
ranting a bit now, so I'm going to stop ranting. Um, yes, yes. What, okay, so we've got some a bunch of TV news coming up now that I'm going to mention. Um, some renew shows being renewed and one being ended. Um, so uh, Handmaid's Tale fans will be excited to learn that they have already renewed the show for season three, as will Westworld fans be very excited. Um, also renewed for season three. Oh, I haven't seen season two yet. Oh, I haven't started it yet. They're like they're like three episodes in, and I haven't oh, okay. watched it yet. Um, but yeah, both of those shows I love. I haven't, I haven't started Handmaid's Tale season two yet either. I'm behind on that as well. I haven't but seen season one. It's really good. It's a really good show. Um, yeah, so I'm really really happy, and I'm sure a bunch of people listening and are out there are ecstatic. I mean, yeah. they've only just started season two, and the, the, the ratings have been so successful that they're like, yep. Let's do it. Greenlit season three. Awesome. So very good news. Sad news for anyone who is a fan of Unbreakable Kimmy uh, Schmidt. I nearly said shit. Wow, that's a Freudian slip. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Shit. Because <laughs> you don't like the I show. I don't like the show. I haven't <laughs> watched it yet. It's on my list on Netflix, but I've never, I haven't gotten around to it. Because um, there's so much content out there these days. It's crazy. Oh, yes. But um, yeah, they've decided to end the show with season four, and they're going to. Um, uh, film a, a a kind of a, a a movie, I guess, to wrap it up. A Netflix film, oh, yeah? um, to wrap up the the story with her. So the show hasn't been cancelled. They've just decided this is where her story ends, and they they've, they've oh. done they've done all they can so with it's the show. Finish. It's so gonna... they're going to finish it off. It's not a cancel. It's not like Sensei how they got cancelled after two seasons, and then everyone's petitioning for a film, which I think is now. Actually yeah, I was ha- about happening. to mention that before. Yeah, it's it's they make talking about this one. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually making the movie now, which is I think really really good. Um, I haven't seen Sensei. Neither have I, but I I've heard very interesting things about it. I mean, love the Wachowski siblings, but um, yeah, but I uh, yeah, apparently it was very out there kind of show. But I haven't yeah, haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, so no more Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and the Fortune. And that, and that, my friends, is the news. The done. news most nerdy. The news most nerdy done sorted. All done. Finished, I did. A, finished, I, I did a lot of ranting. I'm sorry. That's all right. Feel free to cut me off. That's right. Somebody had to. <laughs> <laughs> And my coughing is penance for my rants. Oh, dear. Okay, so, time to... Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had Trailer park time. movie with my sister. <laughs> who is, who's also me wife. <laughs> and my dad. And my... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, first trailer. Um, shall we start... With, do you want, which one do you want to talk about first, Ash? I'll let you pick. We'll go from worst to best, so... I like that. That's a good idea. All right, so Robin Hood? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We were both in agreement on Get this. Get this out of the way. Yes. <laughs> um, look, it doesn't look like a terrible movie. It just looks like a pointless one. Yes, it looks like it's unnecessary. We don't need it. And it kind of doesn't seem like a Robin Hood movie as well, from what I gather. It, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, that King Arthur movie they did with Charlie Hunnam. Ah, Legend of the Sword. Or Legend of the Sword. Called. That was that wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't an awful movie. I didn't hate it. I haven't seen it. It wasn't as good as it looked in the trailers, and it wasn't. It should have been a lot better, uh, especially because it's a Guy Ritchie movie too, and he's a good director. Yeah, he is. Um, but this one, yeah, I don't know. Taron Egerton um, is playing Robin Hood. You will know him from the Kingsman movies, of course. Yes, they're good movies. And Eddie the Eagle. Um, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either, but that 
it's based on a true story and Hugh Jackman's in it too. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, it's yeah. But um he's really great in Kingsman, um, as Eggsy. Um, and Phil, if you're listening, watch Kingsman because I don't think he's seen it yet. It's really good. Phil, watch Kingsman. Dude. What's wrong? <laughs> What's going on here? What the hell, bro? Sorry, I'm eating because I haven't had lunch, so we're snacking on nachos and salsa. Woo! Woo! Um, that was Cinco de Mayo yesterday, so we're keeping uh, the tradition. That was unintentionally well done. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad I brought these, nacho- these nachos over and... Or snacking, it's delicious. I love Mexican food. Anyway, um, yeah, Jamie Foxx is in this. Jamie Dornan uh, from Fifty Shades uh, is in this as well. He looks like he might be playing the bad guy, which mm. which make no, which makes me happy because so Fifty Shades uh, of Grey that series I've made my feelings known about it on the podcast. It's terrible. Yes, but I still want to see them. <sighs> there, the look, there are good. There are definite good elements in them. But mo- overall, no. Overall, terrible. The first film was all right. The second and third, no. No. I hated him. Hated him. Um, but I still went with my girlfriends to see him because, you know, Girls' Night and it's, you know, movies about, you know, ri- having sex with a rich guy and whatever. And it's like, fine. Um, it doesn't seem like anybody's having fun, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. And they don't have much chemistry. Anyway, let's not talk about that. The point I'm trying to make is that Jamie Dornan... Fifty Shades aside, is a fantastic actor. Have you heard or seen a TV show called The Fall? No. Okay, so it's a three-season uh, crime thriller, British, um, British one, yep. with starring Gillian Anderson as oh, this, okay. as this like um, pretty much sold me now detective, and she's badass and she's bisexual. Was this? She's amazing. I think I know of this show. Yeah, so basically, uh, she's been caught... Like, it's set in Belfast, I believe. Um, or, or or Dublin. It's it's set in Ireland, anyway. Dublin. Um, Dublin. Um, and, uh, yeah, and so she's... And there's this serial killer killing all these... Abducting these women and killing them and dumping their bodies. Um, and so she's been called in as, like, okay. the, the expert um from london to uh spearhead this investigation and yeah. so and then so the film the the series is kind of a juxtaposition of her and her personal life dealing like that kind of intertwines with the case and then him you see you know who the ser- you're not kept in a mystery the whole time who the serial killer is it's jamie dornan he's a family man he's a he's a father he's married he's got uh kids uh kid or kid i can't remember but they yeah he's a dad and he's he's a grief counselor that's his paid job to 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 counsel bereaved persons um and and then at night time he becomes this completely other person um unrecognizable insane and just cold and calculating and he abducts these women and he kills them um and it's so he's so phenomenally good in it um I can't. I freaking Colin is it Morgan, the guy from Merlin. You know Merlin? Yeah, um, I know the show. I haven't the, seen it. The though. one who plays Merlin, okay. that guy with the big ears. He's in it. He's pretty good looking. Um, but um, yeah, and it's just so it's like a cat and mouse kind of between Gillian Anderson and Jamie Dornan's characters. Um, and the way it ended at the end of the third. Oh my god, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. It's okay. such a good show. So yeah, that's basically that. So Jamie Dornan can act. Don't what? Don't judge him on Fifty Shades. Judge him on The Fall. He's incredible in it. So I'm excited to see him play a bad guy. I just guy. don't like his head. 
<laughs> to be completely honest, like it's just his head that beats me off. Like, <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. His head is like, misshapen. Like, I'm not saying he's ugly. Like, it's not his face. It's specifically his head. I just see it. I'm okay. like, nah, bro, get off my TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Um. Anyway, but yeah, Robin Hood. Um. We're not entirely sold on this. This is supposed to be a teaser trailer, so we'll probably get another trailer. It's coming out um, not till November, the 29th of November. So there'll be another trailer or three between now and then. So. Okay. So hopefully more time to warm up. Because, I mean, I like Taron Egerton. He's fantastic. Jamie Foxx is mostly pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I love Jamie Dornan. So hopefully it actually turns out to be a good movie. Hmm. Okay, next trailer. Castle Rock. Woo! This is the second trailer. Um, for the upcoming Stephen King kind of universe TV series. Um, that Stephen that, King. So it's got references to all of his works. Like, I don't know if you noticed in the trailer, there was ref- is, like, there's references to like Shawshank, because the Shawshank prison is in it. Um, Castle Rock's obviously the town, is a town that's mentioned in a few yeah. of, of his works. Uh, there was Shining references in there. Um, uh, a bunch of stuff. And this is super cool. Uh, did you recognize like the slightly older woman? No. That was Sissy Spacek. Oh, was it? Mm. Okay. Those who don't know, she was the original Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Mm, which is one of Stephen King's biggest uh, novels. Um, so I, the fact it's that they really good movie. The, it's well. a freaking great movie. I love Carrie. Um, so yeah, the fact that I got her to be in, uh, to be in this series, I think is just super cool. Also Bill Skarsgård from, yeah, from, from the It remake of it. last year is he's, he's in this and everyone, as soon as his casting was announced, everyone's like, does that mean Pennywise is going to turn up in the show? And they're like, he's playing a completely different character. He looks like an inmate at Shawshank from what we can see in yeah. the trailer. Um, what did you think of this trailer? Are you, you're going to, you're going to check this yeah, series definitely out? Yeah, definitely check this out. Yeah. yeah. Like always been interested in Stephen King. Mm, me too. Like, but, um, Thinner is one of my favorite movies. I've never watched that one. It's quite bad. I'll be oh honest. yeah, isn't that, isn't that supposed to be one of his? his, his yeah, it's the, like one of the worst ones. He's the done. average one. Yeah, but like the story of it just it just gets me every time. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely keen for this. Like it's got super keen. Good casting. Great casting. Yeah. I find out who what who was in the writing room. Yes. Well, we Mark kn- Bernardin. Mark Bernardin. Shout out to him and yep. the Fat Man on Batman podcast on Batman. Um, that we both are huge fans of. He, yes. was, he was in the writer's room and he also penned one of the episodes. Oh, did he? Oh, yep, he got, definitely more keen. Yeah, yeah, he got to write an all epi- whole episode. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sold for this one. This oh, yeah. 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 So who else have we got in the cast? We've got Melanie Linsky, Scott Glenn, um, Andre Holland, Jane Levy, Terry O'Quinn from Lost. I thought it was a good addition. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. Skarsgård and Sissy Spacek. Um, and the guy with the mustache. The guy with the thing and the stuff. Yeah. They're the, they're the big names. Harvey in Weinstein. Show. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. No, thank you. The guy um, looked like him. He did. I was just, we were just scrolling <laughs> through IMDb and there's a guy that looked like Harvey Weinstein, which is why he said that. Don't say that name. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to watch this. It's going to be awesome. Um, it comes out on the 25th of July. Um, in America, it's going to be on the, the Hulu ser- streaming service they have. Um, so I, it, that mean it might, I guess it might be on Stan or Foxtel here. I'm not sure how the rights work, rights work exactly. The Runaways was on Fox 8. On oh, because that was a Hulu yeah. show. Okay, so it'll probably be on Foxtel then, but you know. 
look out for it. Get your Foxtel, Foxtel Go apps or Now apps or whatever it's called. Um, okay, last trailer, last trailer, woo, the woo, best one. Woo, woo. We're so hyped for this. <laughs> Ant Man and, and the, the Wasp. Wasp trailer two. Holy shit! Oh my goodness, it looks I'm, amazing. It looks so good, and I like I, I've been saying, I'm like, this is really the film we need mm. after Infinity War. Mm. Um, just something completely separate from what happened and, and just upbeat and funny and the humor of Paul Rudd and, and Michael Pena being Luis again in that trailer. It's like, remember, we stole stuff from you. Remember, that was us. <laughs> so funny. So funny. And then they, they already look like they've taken advantage of the, uh, the shrinking and the enlarging stuff now yeah. for this film. Uh, I wasn't just on that subject. Mm-hmm. There was something that set me off a little bit. Oh, what uh, in, in Civil War, yes. that is the best portrayal of some something or someone huge. Like, if somebody was the size of Ant-Man in Civil War, they would be... We would look at them and see somebody moving in slow motion. That's just how physics works. Yeah, true, because he was like... But he in this, kind of- he was moving normal speed, even though he was a giant. It's like, dude, that's not possible. Oh, yeah, when he was like riding the, the truck as like yeah. a skateboard thing. Yeah. He was moving normal speed. Oh. Like he would be moving at least slightly slowly. Oh, wow. The science comes out. Yeah. Like, um, Shit. Sorry, I don't know why, but that's just something that... No, look. Like that, that was one of the things where I was like, they did so well there in Civil War. Mm. Maybe it's because it was one of the only good things about Civil War, but... Did you say one of the only good things? Yeah. I mean, there, there is a list, but <laughs> it's not a long list. That's really? my least favorite of this MCU. What? my least favorite of the MCU. I'm sorry, can you say that again? It's quite convoluted and overblown. Oh my god. And um I don't know how I feel. I didn't know you didn't like that movie. I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay. I, I still like it. Okay. Like like I've been thinking about watching it for the last few days. Yeah, but, but in terms of like rank it, ranking it. Yeah, like I'd I'd rank that as lower. The, yeah, as number 19 on the list. I think it's the worst one. In my opinion, yeah. <gasps> You think Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk are better than Civil War? Mm, no, I don't think Yeah, so. I was going to say. Iron Man 2, yes, but not Incredible Hulk. Okay. Iron Man 2 flows a bit better. Um, Civil War, for me, feels a bit like it was just kind of chopped and screwed together a little bit. Like, it's just kind of boom, okay. boom, 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 boom. Interesting. Like a... Do, do not say anything. Like a badly done Zack Snyder film. Don't say anything. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're talking about one of my favorite movies and saying you don't think it's that good. Oh, I can talk about Zack Snyder if you like, but I won't. I won't. I won't. It's fine. We're getting we're we're, we're very much gold leadering right now. But yeah. um, okay. Well, no, that's fair. You're allowed to have your opinions. So it's, it's fine. still it's still it's still a good movie. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's just, just you prefer other movies in to the it. MCU. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, I'm not saying on the grand scale of movies I hate it. No, but, I know. Oh, and I don't hate it in any way, but on. Out of those 19, it's just not it's, my favorite. Okay. All right. No, fair enough. It's in my top five. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that. Don't be sorry. It's <laughs> fine. That's why I'm like, I'm not, I'm not actually offended. I'm trying, I'm acting offended because it's funny because I don't care. It's not, a, it's not a big deal. You're allowed to have your opinion. This is what this podcast is for. Discussion and opinion and yeah. reviews and, and talking shit. And because we talk a lot of shit. Yes, yes, we do. Anyway, so, but it was just fine. Um, okay. Oh, I loved, well, I, that what was... What were we talking about? Uh, Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, the, the, that's right, size. That was probably one of my favorite things, though. I will agree with you that in Civil War was 
that airport scene and the, f- mm. the moment when he became giant man. Yeah. And then the Empire Strikes Back thing. I literally, I've said this on the podcast before, but at the time seeing that, I literally turned to one of my friends next to me and said, what the hell movie is this? This is incredible. What are we, wa- what are we yeah, watching? Yeah, it was unbelievable I couldn't, watch. yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp looks really fun. Um, Evangeline Lilly in the, in the suit, kicking ass the yes, whole time. She's, yes. I really like her. She's a badass. She's a badass. Um, and then, yeah, Michael Douglas is back as Hank Pym, which is great. They recast the daughter. <sighs> Did they? Yeah. She looked the same to me. Oh no! So we're talking about uh, 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 Scott Lang's daughter, yeah, Cassie. Cassie. Oh, that's sad. Well, I mean, I hope nothing happened to the original one. Then why would they recast her? That's weird. Maybe she couldn't film it. Maybe scheduling conflicts. Some I'm going to put it down. Like I'm going to put you at school. Maybe her parents are like, she's not an actor anymore. Like I don't know. Who knows? It's Hollywood. Okay, interesting. I didn't notice that. Good, good pickup. Yeah, they did a good job of recasting her then, because I didn't bloody notice. Hmm. Wow, impressive. Yeah, yes. Oh, I watched it the other day. That's, that's oh yeah, true. It's more fresh in your mind. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I watched it like three weeks ago, whenever that was, two weeks ago. Um, yeah. What else can we say? Um, you know, where it looks like uh, Pim has developed some technology to go into the quantum realm, which mm. so he can try and rescue his wife, the original Wasp, Janet Van Dyne. Um, who is p- being played by Wayne, pay attention, Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be in this movie um, yeah. in the MCU, which is awesome. Um, so, And then we've got th- this new villain. Um, I think her name is Ghost. I think that's what they're calling her. That's what they referred to her as in this trailer. She's like a ghost because she can like move through Yep, they did stuff. say that. She's got some interesting abilities. And she's played by an actress called Hannah John Carmen. Cayman, Carmen. Um, she was in Ready Player One. Haven't seen that okay. yet. Okay, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, you said it was yes, very good. Yes, it was very good. Um, yeah, so I don't know. This is a really, really awesome trailer. The fact that they, they used the It Takes Two song was, I think, a nice touch <laughs> yeah. as I, well. Oh, man, I really love the font of Ant-Man and the It's Wasp. a cool like, font, like, isn't it? It's cool. Yeah, like, yeah. It's super cool. And it feels like we're going to be seeing something different from what we usually see in the MCU. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. In in a a good way. way. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think, it, I think it looks better than the first one, if I'm honest. Yeah. I reckon. I'm, I reckon. I hope it, it is. I hope it is too, because you know, sequels sometimes it's tricky. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So, Ant Man and the Wasp comes out uh, on the fifth of the fifth fifth of July. Fifth of July. The fifth of July, which is l- just under two months away now. Yeah. So that's awesome. So soon. I'm so keen for this movie. I know, me too. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Happiness. We need happiness in the MCU now. Everyone who's seen Infinity War will know that I I say, yes, we need happiness. Anyway, no spoilers. That also demands your silence. Um, (laughs) Okay, that's Trailer Park. Done. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Boom, boom, boom. Sorted. Rolling on out. Rolling on out. I will take my sister with me and we will leave. Good. (laughs) Get out. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've got a quickie. Re- I've got a quickie review. Quickie review. Do you? Uh, I do because I finally saw a I quiet. Wasn't aware of this? I sp- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't run this past me. God. Um, yeah, I saw a quiet place finally, um, which is awesome because I didn't think I would have time to go see it with amongst my Marvel obsession at the moment but um yeah uh how was it awesome yeah uh it's very short but 
it that works in its favor i think um i mean it kind of ends very abruptly when it does you kind of want you you're left wanting a little bit more but i think that's a sign of a good film because you'd rather leave wanting more than not enough yeah yeah um the the scares in this film are excellently done um they're not entirely cliche uh at all um it's a new kind of thriller uh, the things that they've done, the use of sound and, and the lack of sound in this film. Like I was eating my popcorn sitting there super self-conscious of like people hearing me chewing and stuff. Like that's how quiet this movie is. Um, Cause it's about this family, um, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, real life husband and wife star in this film as husband and wife. And then they are raising a family when this, I get, they don't tell you what's happened, but basically these aliens have, um, have invaded and uh, they they are blind, but they have like superhuman uh, hearing. Okay. Um, and they're scary as shit, and it's super cool. Um, Do you so, see them? Okay. But you don't you don't you get it like the opening scene is super effective in, in setting up the film, um, like the opening five ten minutes of it, and you get a glimpse of the creature as it as it does something. Um, but it's only a glimpse and then you get, as the movie goes on, you, you get slowly, surely get more glimpses. Like they don't, they don't hold them off until the very end, but you get little looks at these, what these creatures are and what they can, what they can do. And it's pretty terrifying because they move super quick. They're like lightning fast. Um, and yeah. And if you make us, they, they are attracted to sound. So if they can hear, they hear something, they'll kill it, whatever it is. Like there's a scene where there's like some, um, um, what's Pepe Le Pew? A skunk. Skunk, thank you. There's some skunks in the woods, or skunks or raccoons or something, and <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> and they get, and they're making only this teeniest tight, like they're pitter pattering their footsteps, and they're like making their little squeaky noises, communicating, mm. and eating eating little grubs on the, f- and then the things come in, stomp, like basically stomp on them, and they're gone, like. Yeah, the tiniest noises. Um, and it's so it does such a great job of just tension building and creating suspense. And yeah, I loved it. Um, I would definitely watch it again. And I'm excited that now, because we said last week on the podcast that they've announced a sequel. Mm. So I'm, and now I can understand why my friend at work was like, it should be a prequel. And I hope it is because we they don't tell us what happened. You, there's newspaper clippings everywhere saying, you know, it's sound. They, they know sa- it's sound. That's what the, the trigger is. Um, and then like, or like disasters in like Shanghai and New York and all this like, um, stuff. And the film opens with it's, it, they're like 89 days in to the crisis. So it's only been, it's only been three months really? since, and then they jump, there's a, uh, a time jump to like 400 something days. So it's been over a year, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's really good. I would recommend definitely going to check it out in the cinema if you can for the experience because it was really cool if not yeah watch watch it in your house with all the lights off <laughs> or don't if that scares you too much but, <laughs> but it's a really good movie so you should check it out definitely will excellent i've been keen for this one yeah yeah super that trailer man it didn't yeah, yeah i know that i love the trailer it didn't disappoint at all so that was That's good awesome yes all right so oh wait 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 sorry 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 so we're talking about Pepe Le Pew for a second now. Yeah, we did. Pepe Le Pew. He's a rapist. <laughs> what? 
Haven't you, do you not remember his bits on Looney Tunes? Oh, if you yeah. ever watched it? No, I, I did. I he, was, he was like, he I grabs remember... her, he does not let her go. She's like trying to like get away the whole time. And he's like, he's like full just Weinsteining her like, Oh my God. Come on. It's like, oh man. Oh, it's weird. And she's a cat as well. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. Cartoons were fun, in, uh, funny things. Especially, you know, the 50s. Oh yeah. What a time. But Pepper <laughs> Le Pew, man. Dude, if you can hear this, Makes let sense. her go. Okay, she's not interested. She said no five hundred times at least on camera. <laughs> Leave her alone. She did not give consent. Yes, this is an unconsensual act. Oh my god! You're gross. Oh my god! Who would have thought when I woke up this morning we'd be talking about Pepe Le Pew, the race, the rapist? I know he said racist. Then what? Rapist. Well, I guess he's racist, I guess, because he's not really French. Maybe he is French. I don't know. Oh, is he really French? I guess. I don't know. I'm gold leadering now. I'm calling gold leader. We're off okay, topic. Okay. We're off t- but yeah, he's definitely, yeah. you are correct. He's definitely. Um, um, he's a yes. molester of sorts. He's a, he's a <laughs> troublesome character. Yes. Oh, someone's Oop. coming in. Oh, background noise. We're going to keep going. Because yes. I don't, I don't know how to uh, edit stuff, and Mike does, so that's okay. All right, <laughs> excellent. What's the next part? The next part. Well, Ash, I'm glad you asked. What is it? Guess mm. what? Do you know what time it is? Oh, it's about what four thirty something like. Three? No, it's like twenty past three. But do you know what time? <laughs> do you know what time it is, Ashley? Popcorn culture. <laughs> Woo! 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 Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. That was your new housemate. That is my new housemate. I haven't met her yet. Well, better introduction. We will. Yes. Hello. Okay, so popcorn culture time. Um, we asked you guys last week. We wanted to know what your favorite film plot twist was. Yes. Um, which is a pretty cool question. I like the question. All right. Got reactions? What's yours, Kendall? Oh, you want me to go first? Yes, you can go first. It's oh, fine. okay. The pressure's on. Pressure's on. No pressure. Um, okay, so I have two. Um, and the reason I have two is because we were talking about it before recording and um, we were going through your answers, collating them for the podcast. And someone else has said my answer. So, but I'm still going to, I'm sticking to it because I love it. Um, but, and then we... Oh, wait, did you mean the audience when you said your answers or my answers? Because I haven't given an answer yet. Yeah, we're doing gut reaction. <laughs> Stop confusing. Shush. This is my time to talk. Shush. Anyway, um, yes, I sorry. I can't let you have the spotlight for too long. Come oh, on. I've been talking way too much on this episode. Everyone's like, That's right. shut up. Um, it's okay. No, they're here to listen to us talk. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so I had two. Um, the first one is... Um, I the twi- the twist at the end of the first Saw film. Mm. So obviously we're going to be talking about movie twists, so we're going to be spoiling some stuff. Um, so apologies ahead of time, but the end of the first Saw film um, is wonderful, um, and the fact that it came from two Australian guys makes me so proud. And they're both from Melbourne as well, um, yeah. which is super cool. James Wan and Lee Winnell or Wannell. I don't. I think it's Winnell. I'm going to say Winnell. Juanel. Um Yeah, so the end of Saw, basically, um, the, the the killer, Jigsaw, was in the room trapped with them the whole time, pretending to the, be this corpse. Yeah. Um, 
and then when the big climax of the film happens and all the pieces come together and fall into place he does this voiceover monologue and talk talking about you know playing the game and and um you know you know live or die it's your choice all of that and then you see him rise up off the floor and then it's like holy shit <laughs> he was alive the whole time what the hell like he, he, he injected himself well he had his one of his minions i think inject him with this sed- a sedative so he wouldn't move and he would like be on the verge of like death um yeah so uh yeah um i freaking love that to this day still one of my favorites um and then the other one i have is also a plot twist from a horror film uh final destination five yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm so Ash, kudos to him for this because I forgot about it, and I, I it is actually one of my favorite plot, t- plot twists of all time. But we were talking about horror films, and then we talked about Final Destination, and then he brought you brought up number five, and yeah. I was like, oh yes, I love that plot, plot twist. It's the best. So basically, the end at the end of um, Final Destination five, we learn that the movie is actually a prequel, not a sequel. Yeah. Because um, the the characters, the main characters, they think they've gotten out, like it's they've made it out. Death hasn't come for them. They've they were able to cheat death, um, and they end up going. They're like, we're going to go to Paris because one of them is a super cool, like talented chef. Um, so he's he's gotten a job at a, a fancy restaurant in Paris. So they're flying over together, and guess which F F F flight. Airplane flight they're on. Uh, the- 9-11. No. no <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ash. Oh, my God. No, not that one. Um, no, so the fir- in the first Final Destination film, there um, there's a plane that explodes and the flight is called... 180. Flight 180. Yeah. Uh, the infamous Flight 180 from that film. And so that was the plane they ended up being on. So death got them. Because, and then you see shots, they've intercut like these shots from the original film with the current film as you're watching the twist happen. Mm. And like, you know, they foreshadow it throughout the whole film because there's references to going him going to Paris and stuff. But, and they never explicitly say what year this film is set. Um, and so it's just incredibly... Gen- like just it's just genius like it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. so cleverly it's done it's, and it doesn't cheapen it doesn't make it go oh oh that's lame they cut oh no it's not one of those kind of corny twists at all it's just so cleverly executed and thought out um and i i, I lost my ever-loving mind when i saw that happen it was it was brilliant because yeah then they were on the plane and it exploded and they ended up getting killed anyway so they died they died there you go so they're they're my plot twists ash Please tell us yours. Got reactions. All right. Uh, mine would be Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Finding out that the bad guy is Steve Rogers' best friend. Yeah. And he's been... He's been brainwashed. He's been brainwashed. Yes. He's been the, the Winter Soldier for 70 years yes. or something. That's a good... Actually, that's probably... That's, that's one of, that, that would be my favorite plot twist. Yeah, it's really good. It doesn't... It didn't make me go, oh my God, as much as... Um, as much as the ones that I've mentioned. But, you know, I'm obviously Marvel. I, I need to comment because you brought up Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Like that um, moment when he looks... But it's so good. That moment when Steve looks over at... The mask's fallen off his face. The mask's face. fallen off and he's like, what, Bucky? <gasps> and then he's like, and then he's just like, who the hell is Bucky? And then he starts shooting it. And it's like, whoa. Like, um, I... That breaks my heart. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I had that ruined for me before I went in. 
because I didn't see Winter Soldier opening week, I think. I waited a little bit um, for some reason. I don't remember why. I, I must have been busy or something. Anyway, um, and then it was on Tumblr that Bucky was Winter Soldier. Oh. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> but it still did ruin the experience. Um, and then the fact that Hydra was within S.H.I.E.L.D., I think that was a, a, yeah, an the, incredible twist as well. That's one of the best MCU movies. Like, Oh, it, it is. Just- I think it's still considered the best one. It changed everything. It was. Like, everything that we got before that was just, like, a superhero movie, if you can understand what I mean. Like, I'm not yep. knocking it at all. No, no, it's all amazing no, shit, but... I agree, because it was, like, an espionage spy yeah, it was thriller, like this, whole, this movie. Like, sneaky shit movie. Who do, you, like, who do you trust? Like, yeah. are the good guys the bad guys? The bad guys are the good guys? What's happening? Like... It completely, like, it destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm, I know. S.H.I.E.L.D. tries to be this, you know benevolent force for good and yeah. protecting earth and here they are they were hydra the whole time manipulating every victory or every loss to their advantage and then using the tesseract to build weapons you know that, that's what we saw in avengers one yeah that's what they were using it for and then and then they they came up with they used arnim zola to develop project insight and they were going to use that to kill half, basically, yeah, kill, you know, all the people threats before it happens. And that's when Steve Rogers is like, you know, this, this isn't freedom, it's fear. You know, this is not how you, you get peace by taking out threats before they happen. So, yeah. Yeah, fucking great. Good pick, man. Sorry I took over that, but. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm a bit boring this week. So. You're not boring. What? You're not boring. <laughs> That's not possible. You're Ash. You're really... Boring is like the absolute opposite of who you are. Thank you, Kendall. I mean it. It's true. (laughs) No, I mean it too. Thank you. Thank you, Kendall. (laughs) Kendall. (laughs) No, you're Kendall now. No. Yeah, you're anatomically incorrect. No. (laughs) That's beside the point. Don't call me that. (laughs) I don't like people that call me that. (laughs) You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Um... So, cool. All right. I think I'd like you no matter what. Those are our gut reactions to the question. Um, so, that means now it's time for your answers. Your answers. Um. <coughs> and this week, as a, as a bit of a plot twist, we, we decided that your answers were shit and we didn't want to use them. So, uh, on to the Fred plugs. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> joking, everybody. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. So Kendall was drinking at that moment. I knew I could say whatever I wanted for about 30 <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. Um, so your answers. Um, we have three wonderful responses from three wonderful people. The first one being Fulia Kantamachi, um, who is still in the UK. Kantamachi! Kantamachi! Um, and she kind of went into a big, long explanation of... Of, of like a of her twist, which is fine because that's what we're all about on this podcast, long explanations. Um, but she spoiled something I didn't want spoiled for me and I'm a little disappointed. But I should have known that making the question for this week plot twists because obviously there's going to be spoilers. So uh, there are spoilers. If, you've, if you don't, uh, the show The Good Place, if you haven't watched it yet and don't want to know the, the, the reveal, the twist, then... Skip forward like two minutes and and then jump back in, 
Because, yeah. I mean, apparently Ash says she didn't ruin everything. No, and, far from it. Like, and, I mean, yeah, that's that's the big thing. And But, but it doesn't, it won't ruin the show for me. So yeah. I'm at least happy about that. So, but that's okay. It's all right. It's, I kind of dug myself Wait, a grave here, so it's fine. When I saw the show, I knew that was going to happen. I didn't get a spoiler or anything. I just knew it was coming. Oh, uh, you could just kind of see it yeah, happening. Yeah, like, it didn't ruin it for me. Okay, anything. well, that's like, good. Yeah. I yeah, I just so, I love that show. I really can't wait to watch it. I just haven't had time, so that's my own fault anyway. All right. It's Marvel's fault. Movie it, it, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, totally. Let's just <laughs> So Kevin Feige, you owe me good place. Um anyway. <laughs> Fulia says Ooh, the one plot twist that comes to mind straight away is the Netflix series The Good Place. For those of you who don't know, this series is about a woman who has died, played by Kristen Bell. Um, and has been sent to the good place, a heaven-like utopia. But she realizes she's been sent there by mistake because before she died, she wasn't exactly a good person. And then she says, for full details about the show, please see my review on the Fred the Alien Productions website. Hashtag shameless plug. Yay, Fulia, shameless plug. (laughs) I'll read your review after I maybe watch the show, if there's spoilers in it. Anyway, um, because I still haven't read the review, but... Shameless plug. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. And then she goes, spoiler alert. So this is the spoilers, guys. But this is the twist. This is the twist. So at the end of season one, Eleanor, um, which is Kristen Bell's character, um, figures out that she is, in fact, not in the good place after all, but that she is in the bad place. This whole good place was created by, or good place, inverted commas, because they think she's in the good place, um, was created by the demons of the bad place to torture her and a few other characters by not making their afterlife happy and joyful, even though their surroundings say otherwise. So it's kind of like an ironic kind of weird thing that they've done to them to torture them. Um, It's a show that makes you laugh, but also educates you on moral ethics. Uh, Go watch it. Hashtag tell Fred. Yes, I will definitely get around to watching it. Um, and I like I th- I think that's a really good twist, and I think I I think maybe when I watch it, it'll be fine. Yeah, it won't be a big deal. Nah. No. Okay. Thank you, Fulia. That was a very good answer. Well, thanks, Fulia. Hope you're enjoying your trip. Yeah, me too. She's co- she comes back soon too. When? Like next week. Oh, I think yeah? she comes back. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She's done her talk. She's she's update for anyone who, you know, and this isn't the monthly, but this we can talk about it because it's all Fred the Alien here. Um. She, yeah. She just finished her top deck tour around the UK, so she's oh, nice. she's in London. Back in London at the moment for a few days, and then I think she flies home. So, okay. from from memory, I yeah. But anyway, it's exciting. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Wayne Stellini. Stellini. St- I think it's Stellini. Dude. <laughs> Wayne the dude. Wayne the dude. <laughs> the super cool dude. The sixth sense. Yeah. That was bad. The sixth <laughs> sense and the first Saw film have two of my favorite plot twists. They're incredibly clever that work in the context of each film as well as give the overall narrative greater depth. Hashtag tell Fred. Well said, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of exactly what I was rambling about before in regards to Saw because that was the the response that I referenced mm. saying picked mine as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just the way everything climaxes and comes together. Yeah. And then The Sixth, the Sixth Sense, Sense is that's, the that's same. That's an amazing one. That's like, like that one. that's like the original plot twist. Yeah, that's... that's in a that's, way. That's M, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, isn't it? Yeah, that was... Yeah. I think that was... I don't know if that was his debut feature, but that was his breakthrough feature that he directed and wrote. Um, I mean, the original pro- plot twist, I guess, is probably the fact, you know, the Planet of the Apes one. The fact that, you know... He ended up, it, uh, it was Earth. In you maniacs! Yeah, yeah, it was Earth all along or whatever. Um, but yeah. um, the whole time. 
Um, yeah. Have you seen that one? I actually haven't. The old school ones? No. No, I haven't seen the old school stuff. I want to though, because I mean, you know, classic cinema and all that. I should watch it. Um, anyway, but yeah, the so the Sixth Sense, obviously, that was a twist. I don't think anybody saw coming. Yeah, that just came out of out of way out of left field. Yeah, just boom. Like when you, in hindsight, watching it, you're like, well, it makes sense because he can see and talk to dead people, so. It's not a stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And then you, cause you don't actually see Bruce Willis's character really communicate with anyone else. Like you see that time where he goes to dinner with his wife and he tries to talk and she won't talk to him and you know, something's happened. What's wrong. But they've, they shot it and wrote it in such a way that it was so clever. It doesn't reveal the twist yet, but you, sh- when you watch, watch it knowing the twist, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. They don't even touch. She doesn't make eye contact. None of it. It's like that episode in Scrubs. When um Brendan Fraser's character oh no, he's like oh, I, oh he's dead within the first five minutes of the episode, oh, and then I'm getting emotional. But it seems like he's not for the whole episode. Yeah, because he, J he's is yeah JD's like he's even communicating and Co- with people JD and, and Cox and... I think was it Co- maybe Cox was seeing him I think yeah yeah Cox was Cox seeing was him, seeing yeah. him JD wasn't JD but... wasn't that's right and you don't realize and then yeah and then um Cox says something to him right at the end like he's like hey, hey, where's your camera are you coming in to take photos or something like that and JD shows up he's like who are you talking to and then the camera goes back camera goes and he's back gone and he's not there and then you realize it like, hits you like a ton ooh, of bricks there yeah, at his there at the cemetery for his funeral yeah. I cry so much. That sh- Scrubs is such an underrated TV show for like being so incredibly funny. Yeah, it's, it's so good, but it's so deep and I'm meaningful. A major you know? issue with it though. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I think we've talked about that before. Oh man, <laughs> JD. No, not even that. Oh, not even that. No, no. All right. Um, I'm sorry. For, sorry. So go goal leader, goal leader quickly. for a minute. You got thirty quickly. seconds. Right, go. Thirty seconds. Do it. This show is incredibly racist, sexist, homophobic. Um, all these things. Go and watch it. I'm serious. Like I'm sitting there watching it with Rosie, and she's on Tumblr a lot and stuff like that. If you know what I mean, like very socially conscious. And um, I'm like, how uh, do you enjoy this show? Like this is an incredibly racist program, and yeah. I never thought of it like that. Go and watch it, dude. Every every episode, you'll be like, no. I mean, I... You shouldn't do that on television. I get how it would be misogynist, definitely. I can see that. Or sexist. Um, racist, though. I'm not sure. Sh- JD thinks he's black a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that stuff. When he tries to be like... He thinks he's... Yeah. yeah that yeah. stuff. Okay, that's fair. And there's a few stereotypes as well. Oh, there are a lot of stereotypes yeah. in that. In that, Yeah, for sure. But okay. other than that, a very, very good show. I would it not is. knock it though. I wouldn't knock it because of that. It's still one it's of the just... greatest comedies of all time. Yes, yes. Definitely. Yes. But... I'm yeah. just having an internal issue while no, I'm watching no, it. No, no, no. Like, I... oh, should I be laughing now? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's... I can understand. Yeah, yeah. Your moral compass is aligned very well. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I'm sorry that I didn't realize that so much when I was... Because I, I did a big rewatch of it last year. Yeah. Um, and now I need to rewatch it again so I can be like, oh. But then again, I don't want to so soon because it makes you feel that show. Mm, There's mm. a lot of emotions. Yes, a lot. And that, that episode you mentioned, the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, you were nearly crying just now. Me, I literally me nearly, I nearly, I nearly did. The glasses came off. The gla- yeah, I took was... gla- my glasses were off, guys. They were off. It was <laughs> shit, shit got real. <laughs> shit got very real. Um, yeah, no, good, good stuff. Wayne, excellent picks. Excellent picks. Okay, last comment for this episode is from the excellent lady that is the Bethany Griffiths uh, from Instagram. She says she's also in Europe still. 
she was in France, I think, last time I saw her Facebook. So yeah, I think so. That's pretty cool. Um, so she says, Madison Lee revealing herself as the villain to the soundtrack of Planet Claire and Charlie An- Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Now, I was going to fact check this before we started, but I forgot. I'm fairly certain Madison Lee is the Demi Moore character um, because there was a twist in there that she was... Uh, she was a good guy and then turned out to be a bad guy mm. um, mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah, Madison Lee, I was right. Yep, correct. Yes. So, yeah, and they, it sounds like they did it to this really kick-ass song. Um, but, um, yeah, that was a, that was a really good twist because, yeah, it, before that movie came out and everyone was like, Demi Moore's in it, that was the height of Demi Moore's sort of kind of mini comeback she kind of had just before she, she's like, she well, she divorced Bruce Willis and she was just kind of sort of or, or just before hooking up with Ashton Kutcher. So she was in this like over 40 in her prime looking amazing kind of thing. And then she did this movie and it was a big deal at the time. Uh, in 2003, this was. And um, yeah, I know it's a long time ago, but um, yeah. And yeah, so everyone was like, she, she looks kick-ass in this film. Yeah. I can't wait to see her with the angels. And then, yeah, she turned out to be the villain. And she was a really good villain in this movie too, I remember. I mean, I've only seen it once or twice because I love the first one, the original one. Like, I like the twist of Sam Rockwell being the bad guy in the first one too. Yeah. That was another good twist. Yes. Um, he's so good. Um, he really is. He really is. So I love the first one a lot, but the second one, not as much. But that twist of, yeah, her being bad was awesome. Yeah. That's a very good twist. Bethany. Very good twist. Very good choice. Thank you, Bethany. Very good. Is Sam Rockwell still underrated? Because he now has an Oscar under his belt. He does have an Oscar now. Have you seen Three Billboards? No, not yet. <gasps> it's so... I will, though. So good. Watch Three Billboards. Holy shit. And read my review on the Fred the Alien Productions website. Shameless plug. <laughs> any, any specific Three Billboards that I should be looking at? Or... <laughs> 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 sit there and watch them all day. Yeah. 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 Call you up later. Hey, um, yeah, they didn't really do anything. Or... <laughs> Just kind of they just kind of like showed the same picture all day. Advertised, yeah. Advertised certain things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't change. There was no progression. There was no character growth. Yeah. You know, no tw- no plot twists. They were just there. It wasn't very well well written. It was like a <laughs> poorly directed piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> great. No, you should watch it. It's yeah. yeah, but yeah, Sam Rockwell, I guess, uh, has kind of always been this slightly underrated character actor. Um, over the years. Yeah, but he's now ne- he's got an Oscar. But now he has an Oscar, so I think the world is finally going to be his oyster and he's finally going to get more recognition. Yeah. I mean, everyone kind of loves him and he's never really given a bad performance. Um, Galaxy Quest. Holy shit. Mm. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah. I love him in Galaxy Quest. Oh my God. And that movie is wonderful. Anyway, um, I think that's it for Popcorn Culture. That, they were the responses from the masses. Yeah. Um, Popcorn Culture! It's oh, finished. It's finished. Done. Finito. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> um, that was awesome. That was a really cool discussion. Thank yeah. you so much, you guys, uh, for sending your thoughts into us. Really appreciate it, as we always do. Um, what's next week's question? Next week's question. Well, I'm glad you asked that. Would you like to tell everyone, considering yes. you were the one that thought of it? Yes, I did. I funked it up all by myself. All by yourself. Um, So, basically, what is your ultimate role? 
you can pick a character that already exists or one that you'd like to see on screen. Mm. What would be the one that you feel that you would play best? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel... Oh, no, we won't get into it We won't get into it. That's next week. That's next week. Next Sorry. Next week, yes. No, yeah. Any yeah, any character, yeah. Um, so, yeah. If, 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 like, if you were an actor, what would your dream role be? Yeah, that's you it. Know? And there's a bunch of actors that are in Fred. So, actors of Fred... I'm speaking directly to you. We would love to hear your answers, especially. It would be very good to hear yours. Yes, and everybody else's, of course. Um, So, yeah, use hashtag TellFred so we can find your responses and have a big old chat about it next week. Woohoo! Yay! All right. Uh, What's up with Fred? I don't know. I think it's the same as kind of last last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I've got my... Um, well, I've published my Avengers Infinity War review. Uh, Wayne did the honours for me on that. Put it up on the website yeah, during the, the week. Written one. The written review yep. is done. It's up. It's finished. Um, so go check that out. Get, let me know what you think. Um, I'm really proud of it. Um, and and then my I've filmed my... Uh, uh, non-scripted ramblings episode of my spoiler-filled reaction to the film, mm. which is a bit of a mixed bag of uh, recapping the movie plus my thoughts and reactions to it. So it's a it's a bit long, sorry, <laughs> um, but it's gonna it's it's it was fun to film and I got emotional again, and, of course. And um, but I had a lot. To, I just had a lot to say about. It. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings that I needed to process. So they're all out there now. But I'm gonna be uploading that hopefully in the next week. Yay! So keep the eye I'm keep the eye on the YouTube channel. Quite keen for this one. Oh, good, thank yeah. you. I'm quite keen for some more amusing musings. When's yeah, the twentieth of this month. Twentieth of this month. Oh, so that's already like filmed it. Already, oh, it's already in the sneaky. It's in the bag yeah. already. Yep, lovely. Did that without telling anybody. <laughs> 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 sneaky, sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. Yeah, well done. But yeah, um, yeah, it's looking good. Sounding good. Great. It's got me in it, so it's definitely good. Well, that's true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, no. but toot fucking toot. <laughs> <laughs> no, toot away, please. It's fine. Yes. We're all about uh, horn tooting on this podcast. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, so we got that happening. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, I, you know, there'll be another other uh, a video Fred Watch coming out yeah. soon, I think. And we're going to be maybe doing one together. Yeah. Which is exciting. Um, and yeah, uh, that's about it, really. That's about it. We've got this, we have... this podcast that we're recording right now. Right we'll be now. Out in, at some point. We'll be out because you're listening to it right now. Yeah, so. that's how you found out. That's how you found out that, that it's here. That this one happened. Because it's you're subscribed to iTunes <laughs> or SoundCloud. Are we on iTunes? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're fully legit. We we're... should get on Spotify. That's, that's the goal. That's the oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That... There's the sweet coin on Spotify. Spotify money. That's what we yeah, want. We want a percentage of your $11, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a dollar out of 11 and then it, we could make some cool shit for you. Anyway. Um, you probably wouldn't. Just go buy food or something. <laughs> Have a glorious feast. Okay. So uh, with, with that, I guess that. that's it. That's it, guys. We're done. We're done. That was a podcast called Fred. Fred. It's time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get... 
T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags of stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister, including Unibumps, Incompetent Gamers, Collectible Chaos, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings, and our live stage shows such as The Writer and Michael Phillip are getting married in the morning. Woo! And that was the Fred that plug. That was the Fred plug. Ooh. I've been a Kendall Richardson. <laughs> I've been an Ashley Hall. And you've just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Episode 16 in the new system and 103 probably not 100 it'd be like 105 or 600 and something 100 and something by now so i'm gonna do i swear one day i will do a job of like remembering the number properly on air just record a podcast that's my that's my challenge i'm issuing for myself for next week it's remembering the number um thank you guys for listening so much remember to eat beef 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 and tofu, pork, pork, whatever that, whatever floats your boat. Eat it, eat it. Eat some sushi. It's very good for you. Okay. Take it easy, guys. Bye. See you next week. See ya. Bye, bye.